Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back with Jean Andrus, the menopause guru. Welcome, Jean, to your 23rd interview in your Years of Growth series. Hi, Cassie. It's great to be here. Hi, I am excited. Um, it is April 6, 2020. I like to give the, the time reference of where we are. So it's been about three months, two months. It's been two months since our last interview, or three months, actually about 90 days, because our last one was beginning of really? it was in January. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, you know what? I Maybe it wasn't. Maybe we did do February. We did because I remember I was going to cancel it and something said no. And then it was, it was, we needed to have an interview for sure, which is awesome. So it's been just about two months since our last interview. And so tell us what's awesome. Oh, what's awesome is it's springtime slash summertime in Louisiana. And I'm working on replacing a fence that was in really bad shape and I am so excited to get it, um, get it done. And, um, I've got lots and lots of stuff that I'm sharing with my people about coronavirus and stuff. April being, um, I'm sure everybody remembers April, 2020 was coronavirus month. (laughs) And so it's been, it's been an interesting few weeks. Um, since we last talked, I got to go to New Hampshire and visit with my grandson and my son and daughter-in-law and just had a really fabulous time. So, mm-hmm. Which is um, interesting and ties in. So today we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about trust. We're going to talk about letting go. We're going to talk about inspired action and non-action. And so since you brought up New Hampshire, that was originally you, you were like, oh, the money's there, the ticket, you manifested it. And then your husband said, no, we're not going. (laughs) Exactly. And we went through a thing and you let it go. (laughs) I think you, and I think that's one of the first, not the first, but it was a big deal to just let go and say, okay, right. And then what happened? And then I was actually on a call with somebody. I'm not I don't remember what it was. I think it may have been with um, my friend, the nurse nurse practitioner who's been doing some health work with me. And um, he walked in with a note and it said, we're going to New Hampshire. (laughs) And I got back on online and rebought tickets for the same amount or maybe even a few dollars less. And we went up and had a really lovely time. It was a little different than we expected expected uh expected it to be because the weather wasn't as good as we had hoped it would be skiing um but it turned out to be a really really nice little interlude to spend with them and spend with a lot probably the last time we'll spend with them as a family of three since by the fall they'll be a family of four yeah, that's awesome. Which is another thing I let go a long time ago and finally has manifested in my life was the 
second yeah. grandchild. Right. Um, and so talk a little bit about letting go and what is it, what did you think it meant to let go? And do you think you've really ever let go? I mean, other than the grandchild, but I think that was a little bit easier because it really was it out was of your control. It was so out of my control. And every time I brought it up, it was like, <laughs> would you stop talking about this mom? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so I really had let it go for a long time. Um, and it was a long time. It was about two and a half years of letting that one go. Um, but I think, hmm, what was letting go versus what is letting go now? Because more than just this came up, um, I think letting go a lot means taking the emotionality out of it. Um, just, it doesn't, it doesn't mean you don't have to, you don't think about it or you don't, um, cause the fence I mentioned is another example of letting go. And we talked about that in January and I had no idea how to pay for it. And I was kind of freaking out cause the fence really is about to fall down. And you said, let it just set the intention and let it go. And it's not that I haven't looked at the fence a zillion times and said it really needs to be fixed, but the emotions about I can't do this or the negativity of that, the negative beating on myself about not being able to pull the money out of or make the money or the money just showing up in a check over, you know, in the mail that I had no idea was coming. I just said, it's going to happen in the perfect time. And we didn't even stop. I mean, we had people come out and look at it and give us bids on it. And then when this whole thing started, it was just really easy to manifest the money out of a place it's actually always been. It's just been reallocated to this project. And the same thing happened with, with, um, going to New Hampshire was letting go of the negative emotions, like get it, being mad at my husband that he said yes and then said no and that he didn't want to go and then he did and that, or did want to go and then he didn't. And it was just letting go of all the negativity. It doesn't mean that I had, I wasn't thinking about the next time we could go to New Hampshire. It was that I was, I, I wasn't feeling negative about the fact that we weren't going when I thought we were going to go. Mm-hmm. And letting that is what letting go is setting an intention and trusting and then just letting it go. Right. And not involving what I, a lot of judgment, which is what had been happening. And when we set intentions, but then we judge that it can't happen or we don't know how it's happening or it's not happening. Or it now, doesn't happen. And you say, um, well, then that means that I just bro- broke the law of attraction. <laughs> right. Like right. and, and, and that plan. two yeah. days later, right? Right? Like when you when you decide that, that is shaping like it can't happen because it's all like what you're doing in that negative emotion is playing in the fact that it's not happening and you're mad. Instead of coming to that neutral place of, I can still be excited about the next time I go to New Hampshire. I can look at the fence and be like, yep, needs to be replaced cleanly 
um, and maybe start to find some vision or seeing or feeling what it feels like to have a new fence, which is what really opens that space in addition to setting the intention and letting it go. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so letting it go also means not controlling it, which is, I think if we, if we go back to a lot for you, it's, it's, I want to control it. I want it now. I, and so when that does, when there's no way to control it, there's judgment that accurate or in the past, that's the way it's been. Yeah. Um, because I know you, you had, um, I'm going to say tried the law of attraction a lot before we've Mm -hmm. talked about this on this interview, like, you know, you running miles and miles listening to Abraham. So you couldn't have not heard let go (laughs) before. What did you think let go meant? (laughs) Um, I don't think I heard it. Honestly. Honestly, I I believe you. Okay. I think what I heard was set the intention, be the desire. uh, And then there was this whole thing in there about, wanting something versus setting the intention to have it that really didn't work for me. I mean, Mm -hmm. I, I didn't know how to do that. Uh, Right. You didn't because to me, setting the intention was the same as wanting it. And you can't, if you want something, all you get is more of wanting it. And it just, it, it would drive me nuts trying to figure out how, how to do that. How to want it, but not how because do, I think yeah. what you heard how to, was that you want it, like you were being told to want it and not want it at the yes, same time. Exactly. Yeah. So versus go so ahead. setting the intention um, didn't make a lot of sense to me. It was Same more. It wasn't. It wasn't differentiated from wanting it and seeing myself mm. having it. Yeah. And so all three of those things sort of messed around in my brain and just, it didn't, um, it didn't get there. It didn't see it. There was too much of, you know, make your list, set your, do your vision board, do your, uh, set your affirmations and all of that stuff got in the way of setting an intention and being the person who has it and then letting it go. Mm -hmm. And I think which make I was going to say ahead, I think the difference in that approach the the Abraham think and grow rich and world's greatest salesman and stuff I've been listening to and around since I was in my twenties mm-hmm. um, and what I do with you is that was all about the things I wanted mm-hmm. even. I mean, some of them were experiences and some of them were relationships and, you know, but it was all what I wanted as opposed Mm -hmm. to who I want to be, which is what, what I do when I script Mm -hmm. is who that person is and how easy it is to be her and to make, make thousands doing what I love. Yes. That's awesome. And I will say even in the beginning and we've had uh, which oh, which plays in my mind. I don't know if it was the last interview or a couple interviews ago. You know, you said um, one of the reasons why it was so why we we butted heads in the beginning of coaching is because you had all of these things that told you to be clear, be clear, be clear, be clear. And so when I was saying use five <laughs> words to say that, right? Like you were like in your mind, it was like it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong, and. Um, I, I was going somewhere <laughs> as I was remembering that, but it was, it's, it's because I think, oh, I was going to say, even in the beginning, 
even when your early scripts, right? It was about wanting, wanting, mm-hmm. wanting. Even I think in the beginning, you couldn't even just let go even enough to be there a lot of the time, which is what the less words helps yeah. with, right? Like when we come back to that, um, it it because I always say like less is more. We always think and we're tra- and we get trained somehow, and this is your experience, I believe, is you get more is more, right? So if I set the intention and it doesn't happen tomorrow, I need to go get affirmations. I need to, oh, then I must need to do a vision board. I must need to do this. I must need to like, I must need to do more. And letting go really has to do with doing less. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it took a long time for me to, and, and part of it is, I mean, if you, if you do, go back to Abraham, if you go back to thinking grow rich and you go back to all of these things that, um, have been a part of, like I said, they've been a part of my life for a very, very long time. Yeah. Um, but they never, they never really said just simply be that person who's already got all this stuff, Mm -hmm. who's already, whose life is already the way you want it to be. And then it doesn't really matter if you have the things, the perfect thing, right. thing will come along right at the right time. The perfect, you know, um, doodad or piece of jewelry or yeah. car or house or boat or helicopter or whatever it is will come along if it needs to be. <laughs> if it needs yeah. to be there, it will come along and it'll it'll be there at the right time and it'll be there in the right way. And it will just feel complete. And I think a lot of, um, you know, a lot of business coaches come at it the same way. What is it that you want? And I, I, I swear, I think every business coach I've ever worked with had me write a list of all the things I wanted in life and the truth of the matter is I want to be happy and confident. Yes. I want to, I yes. want to feel abundant. Yes. But mm-hmm. abundance is different, different days, different yep. weeks, di- different months. Um, you know, sometimes it's just paying your bills and being able to go and, and have a night out on the town with friends. And sometimes it's like buying the ticket to New Hampshire and having that all work out. And sometimes it's, oh, I know how to pay for the fence. <laughs> um, right. And sometimes it's, I'm getting dressed up in, in a, a designer gown and hopping in a limo and going to a red, red carpet event where somebody's going to interview me on the red carpet for who knows what. But it's all, it's all the same. It's all abundance in the moment. Yes, that is the key. It's all abundance in the moment. And it's not, it's not really based on money. I mean, some of those experiences you pay for in a different way, but it's not based on the amount of money. It's not based on all those things. It's based on how you feel because you could still have all of those things and not feel abundant. And I've read amazing, like eye-opening articles about, you know, people who had these huge head funds and, um, in New York and we're getting million dollar bonuses and it still didn't feel like enough because it's not about the number. It's about how you create your life and how you feel. We have probably the most obvious example of that in the United States right now, but we won't go there about somebody who has everything and 
does not feel like you enough. Yeah. And so I want to go to like when things show up, right? So, um, cause you said, you know, they show up in the right time and I, and I, I want to go to a law of attraction. They don't show up. I don't think they show up in the right time. I'm not saying you're wrong. I think they show up when you're ready and the fence wasn't, it wasn't ready, right? Had stuff just got dropped off in the middle of January, it wouldn't have been ready to start, right? It, it wasn't, it's not that, um, you know, it, it's about like, oh, you're ready, you are ready right now. And it showed up. And part of that is trust, right? And I think in the past, you would have always said, oh, I'm ready. Is that like, because I think that's when people do LOA. It's like, well, it's not here, but I'm ready for yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Will you talk a little bit about so, that? So, I mean, I think this shows up in my business. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. too, because I'm still learning how to be ready mm-hmm. for every, every woman who needs what I need to, what I have mm-hmm. to offer. But so we, we started this whole fence discussion probably right around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember. Yeah. It actually kind of started when we had a couple of bad storms in, in the fall and we had some, mm tree limbs fall on the, yeah. on the fence. And I'm like, I really want to fix this damn fence. And so we started talking to contractors about coming in and, and we had actually had three of them look at the fence. And the first one was, it was sort of like, what are you going to do? Gold plate a fence for me? It was so expensive. And the second one worked off of him and he dropped the price a little. And it's like, wait a minute. The third one is actually kind of reasonable, and I I would I, I enjoyed talking to him, and I probably would hire him for something. But it was sort of the middle of Mardi Gras season, and for us, Mardi mm-hmm. Gras season is hugely busy. I've got stuff going on night and day, and I'm trying to get ready to go to parades and be in parades and all this stuff. And it's like, and, and enjoy them and it, fully. Yeah. Right. I think that's oh a my key, gosh, right? It's yeah. not just, it's, I, I, I sound like it's, it's a chore, but it's, it's the, no, best no, month I get it. Yeah. It's the best month yeah. of the year. <laughs> it's not the time you want to short change yourself in terms of experience. Or having to be home to deal with the dogs and the contractor at the same time, or where the heck am I going to get the money to pay for this or any of that stuff is, is not what I really wanted to do. And then coming out of that, I wound up with a bad, bad, bad case of the flu. So really we got to the first of the last week in March and we get locked down for coronavirus. And my husband and I like to go out to dinner, honestly. We like it. And we have a couple of favorite places, but we spend way too much money, frankly, on that. We, you know, we could get away with a whole lot less. So we're home for a couple of weeks and I realized, you know, we've got this coronavirus time and money that we're not using anywhere else. We could do the fence ourselves. So we got a credit card that with a six month interest free time on it. And we started building, we, Home Depot, by the way, is an essential service. <laughs> so we, we went over, we got the stuff, we brought it back and we started. And it's actually, we're having a lot of fun doing it. We're working together. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to come out much better than had a contractor done it because it's going to come out pre-painted because I'm doing all the mm-hmm. painting and then he's putting it up. So it's all going to be Amazing. exactly the way we want it. Yeah. And it gives us something to do when we 
otherwise would just be sitting there watching reruns of old football games (laughs) (laughs) because sports aren't on, (laughs) you know, there's nothing. We can't go golfing. We can't just go out and kayak or eat. Anything is, is just sort of like come back into center, come back into our house, be in the place we love and, and just be together in it. So yeah, it's, it's really fun. We've, you know, we, we do a little bit at a time. So we, the backyard's Mm -hmm. always got privacy. (laughs) Huge important thing in our house. Um, Yes. But so it did come at the right time. And it was kind of funny because like, like I said, you and I kind of said, let's just set the intention for the money to show up sometime in the Mm -hmm. spring. Yeah. So the fence was like done, but yeah. Yeah, So it was done. And it's going to take us eight weeks, 10 weeks. I don't know. Which is fine. fine. Because maybe that long before we can go out to dinner. Yeah. And you're learning this new way. You're learning what was already there. And it's way better when you look back, like you probably could have forced it and and found a way to get the money, right? But it would have sort of sucked. <laughs> and then you would have nothing to do right now, right? Like you would, and so it's really, what have you learned about setting the intention and letting go from this whole process? Um, <laughs> set the intention and let it go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I've, I think I've, what I've learned, um, was even, you know, even when I first proposed this little project, it was sort of like, um, well, the money didn't come in a check or it didn't, mm-hmm. you know, miraculously show up. And so there was this tiny little one minute twinge that said, wait a minute, you didn't really manifest this. And then, then I'm like, no, you really did. You manifested the time to do it together. You mm-hmm. manifested the money in a way that's sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, you manifested the whole thing. And you and I've talked too about how confident, how for me, building something, making mm-hmm. something, especially things that are traditionally guy things, you know, building and mm-hmm. wiring and plumbing and stuff is a big, huge confidence booster for me. And so I think mm-hmm. part of this came out of you and I making a confidence list probably a week before this project manifested itself. Yeah, yeah because we um, we all in the Enchanted Circle, everyone upgraded their um, list because you have a list of the feeling that you're activating, whether it's in Manifest 10K or it's in a script. And those all needed to be updated so that you could do them at home. And we did that together. And um, when pretty much this whole thing started and just did our list so that we could find the ways. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, yes, this big, huge opportunity yeah, came. For me, and for me, building any, any kind of making something um, mm-hmm. is, is a huge uh, confidence builder for me because I feel confident. I feel confident and competent when I'm doing it. So it's like, oh, yeah, this is perfect. So I spend, yes. I spend some time every day uh, out working on this project. And when Jesse gets home at night, he, he gets his choice. He says, it, you know, I 
do you want to go out and do a few boards or do you want to wait until and do them all on the weekend? And he gets to choose and we just will go through this and get it done. Yeah. Which I think is the big thing, even that there's sort of this choice, like, I think that's a reflection of how far you've come in terms of letting go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, do you want to do it today? You want to do it on the weekend? It's all okay. Yeah. And I think there's, there's a part of me, I'm a math head. What can I say? I, Mm -hmm. I calculate stuff all the time. And so I'm calculating, well, if we do this many boards today, they will be done on that. And this morning, I I think that this morning was sort of the day that I came to the the conclusion that if we get it done by the end of June, which is a really long time frame, actual project, um, it's fine. Right. And then we'll just move on to the next project. Yeah. (laughs) And you'll have created this habit and this space for doing these things. Exactly which is awesome. All right. So we are going to continue this discussion in the next episode. And we're going to talk about how trust and inspired action or non-action ties into this. Thank you for joining us on the law of attraction, manifesting success stories show to learn how to identify your current money story. Go to identifyyourmoneystory.com.